I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson. And as we round out the program today, some final thoughts, some things I've been thinking about all day today. And we've had several conversations throughout the day here on KSL News Radio with my word of the day. And the word is cacistocracy. Yes, cacistocracy. Uh, if that term is not familiar to you, uh, don't be surprised. And most people don't recognize that word. Uh, unfortunately, we all seem to be living with the effects of that word, especially when it comes to government. So a cacistocracy is a government that is run by the worst, the least qualified, the most unscrupulous citizens that it has. So think about that. A cacistocracy means those that really aren't qualified uh, those that really aren't competent, those that really aren't suitable, those that really don't have the moral fiber or character to lead and govern are those that are leading and governing. Uh, really interesting. The uh, The origin of the word is Greek, uh, by the way. Uh, kakisto is kind of the root of it there, and that means worst. So kakistocracy, uh, government by the worst. Uh, really interesting, if you dig in just a little bit deeper, the earliest known use of the word was back in the 1600s uh, by a uh, someone who was a loyalist to King Charles I. Uh, and it's just a very interesting thing to see how societies can fall into a cacistocracy if they are not careful. Now, are we really on the edge of a cacistocracy here in the United States of America? Mm, no, maybe. Uh, sadly... This is how it it kind of unfolds. And so when we talk about those that are really not suitable or really not competent to govern, we have to look in the mirror as citizens of the country. This is a we the people problem. And so let's think for a minute about some of those in elected office. And you can go to the highest office in the land. You can go to the lowest official office in the land and everything in between whether that's a state government, a local government, the federal government, uh, we continue to reward the wrong kinds of behavior that put people in position of power who are the least suitable, the least competent, the least uh, moral fiber to govern. So it's not an accident that that happens. 
That's a we the people allow that to happen. And guess what? We even often vote for that to happen. And so what we end up doing is we end up rewarding bad behavior. I was talking with Dave and uh, Dejanovic earlier today, and I said, this is like parenting. When you reward bad behavior, you get more bad behavior. And so we, if we have an elected official who is continuously outrageous, who is divisive, who is not governing, and we continue to support that person, we make donations to their campaign, we put them back in office over and over and over again, we are contributing to the cacistocracy. Because that person may be really good. They may be really, really good at tweeting. They may be really good at dominating social media. They may be fantastic at riling up their base to be angry, full of fear, anger, and frustration. But that is not governing. There is a huge difference between those who just raise problems and stir things up, often for their own political gain, for their own political power. There's a big difference. There's a lot of people who can do that incredibly well in this country. But they're not governing. They're not solving real problems. If you missed it earlier on in the program today, we started off the show today uh, talking to uh, Representative John Curtis from the state of Utah here and to Representative Jayapal from the state of Washington. Now, when you look at Representative Curtis and Representative Jayapal, they actually joked that uh, they kind of chuckle at one another at how often they disagree on policy. But they always do it with dignity. And because of that, they can govern together. And so today they introduced a bill modeled on bills and legislation that is already enacted here in the state of Utah and in the state of Washington relating to those dealing with mental illness, those who have suicidal tendencies or thoughts, and being able to purchase a gun. And so they've come together. They've proven that it's not a cacistocracy all the time back in Washington, D.C., that they can come together. Why? Because they both can set aside all of the politics of it all to have a conversation based on principle driven towards policy that delivers results for the American people. That's called governing. And yet at the same time, we see many of their colleagues in Congress who probably spent their day today with their staff obsessing about what kind of tweet they were going to make for the day or what kind of social media they were going to post today or what language were they going to use in their fundraising email for their campaign today that would incite frustration and anger enough so that somebody will make a donation to the campaign so they can win re-election and stay in office. And guess what? We get stuck with their inability to govern. That's a cacistocracy. They are not fit to govern. Uh, They may be fit for politics. They may be fit for a social media platform. But that's not what we're electing them to do. So as a people, we we have to stop rewarding the bad behavior. Because it's too easy. It's too easy to just keep doing the same thing. And we get so distracted as a nation that we're we're really worried about whether our representative is 
is on CNN or Fox News or MSNBC or how they, you know, just blistered the opposition with some pithy quote uh, from the floor of the Senate or the floor of the House uh, or what they uh, posted on their social media page today. That's not governing. And I think one of the main reasons we have such low trust in our institutions of government today is because we have people who are actually functioning like a cacistocracy. And we keep rewarding them. We keep clicking. We keep liking. We keep sharing. We keep donating. That's the path to a real cacistocracy, and that would be tragic for our constitutional republic. Because a couple of things happen. One, if we keep rewarding this kind of behavior, the people who are good at that, who are good at just using the institutions of government as a platform for their own personal issues, their own personal agenda and power, then we get more of them in elected office. And sadly, at the same time, We drive extraordinary women and extraordinary men from even considering running for public office because they don't want to be part of that mess. They don't want to be part of that three-ring circus. They're interested in governing. There are a host of people across the country that I have met from the left and from the right who, if I had to just choose someone to govern, I'd pick him in a heartbeat. And at the same time, I know under the current settings of the public and voters in this country, I know they would have zero chance of being elected because they're not performative. They're not outrageous. They're not stoking anger and fear and frustration. They're not good at that. Why? Because they actually know how to govern. They know how to solve problems. They know how to get things done. And so, yes, we will complain about many of the politicians who are the epitome of a cacistocracy. They are the ones that really aren't qualified. They really are the the least competent, the least suitable. They are the most unscrupulous. And that cacistocracy worries me. Because we live under an extraordinary constitutional republic. But to do that, we have to have people elected to office, especially high office, who actually know how to govern, not know how to get a headline or get on a national news program. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio today. And as always, as you go out into the world, see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. KSL FM Midvale. KSL Salt Lake City. Listen on any smart speaker and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America, but this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.